0: gone with that mic in your hand it's time for school rock school with your hosts dr joe burns i get it that makes sense one of the one of the best things that ever happened to me was getting fired i was an idiot i was a jerk i was a bad person and when the guy pete stood up and just said you're gone get lost It changed my world, didn't it?
1: Well, it did, but it changed mine, too.
0: Uh, Of course. Yeah, there's ramifications all the way (laughs) out. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You are... Tammy Burns. Everybody who has been in a band, everybody who has played live in front of a crowd... You remember that time when there was a thousand people out there and they were screaming for you and everything was wonderful, but I'll make you a bet, as I have, you have played a concert where no one showed up. And that's, it's a good question. What do you do? What do you do? I played, and this was just me and another person, but I played at a bar and the purpose, and I get into arguments with people who are musicians for this, is it my job as the musician to bring people to the bar or is it the bar's idea that they must promote and they have to assist in bringing people in? I've played a gig. I did it when we were in Utica, New York, with right. Rick. I was a Rocket. Rick and the Rockets. I get it. I was a Rocket. We played for the barkeep, the two waitresses, the bouncer, and I think three people that showed up. And I'm telling you what, we got the stink ah. <laughs> the entire night. Huey Lewis in the news. I watched that behind the music for them that was on, what was it, VH1. Right. And they were the biggest thing that had ever come down the pike for I can't tell you how long. But then, as always, the idea of thoughts and likes and what have you changed, and they were no longer. So instead of playing to sold-out crowds, they were playing to half-empty venues and according to the person who was the road manager for them they quote never punished the audience meaning I know only half of you showed up but you still showed up
1: that's right and and you paid your money
0: that's right and you wanna see a concert so what I have here are the worst attended concerts that I could find Now, when I found this online, it was one of those buzzfeed, ha, 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 let's make fun of them. But it really is more of a learning curve, because this is going to happen to you. What do you do? Okay? Here's, I'll give you one right off the bat. This is not what you do. Brandy, remember her? I do. 2013, she was an R&B singer. She went to go play a concert in South Africa. Right. The stadium she was in held 90,000 people. 90,000. Oh, wow. By the time Brandy took the stage, and by the way, it's probably not her fault. It was that she was called a special guest. In America, that means something. Not in South Africa. Special guest means you're just some nobody who gives a care opening band. So <laughs> 90,000 people. Ooh. According to somebody that was there, there was between 40 and 60 people in the entire place. No way. And they had walked down to the stage. Yeah. Now here's here's the question. What do you do?
1: You get intimate and you play.
0: According to South African singer Komobo, I hope I am pronouncing that correctly, he tweeted, quote, Brandy performed to an empty stadium with the lights on played two songs, sulked that no one came to see her, and walked off. No. No, you don't do that.
1: No. You
0: don't do that. Okay, what do you do? Carly Rae Jepsen, remember her?
1: So call me, maybe. Yeah, I do remember her. Yep. A
0: 2014 charity event in Toronto was set up featuring her. And the purpose of it was to do this thing called Cups of Warmth. So for every person that showed up, They would be given a cup of tea, and then a cup of tea would be for free given to someone who couldn't afford the cup of tea. Okay. Okay, fine. The whole idea was to sell 30,000 cups of tea, according to people who were there, and there were only 20 of them. No. Only 20 cups of tea had been sold, and the thing is, Jepsen did her entire concert, front to back, didn't skip a song, and at the end of it, had everybody get together, took a picture, and put it up on her Instagram. That's what you do.
1: That is exactly what, what
0: you do. You don't punish the audience. You go out. You play as if the world is waiting for you. Because for those 20 people, yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. They were. That's when I hear people that are like, I won't play my biggest song. Look, you may be sick of it. I'm not. And I paid $100 to come see you. I'd love it if you
1: started with that song.
0: Make it sound like the record. Here goes Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah, I know. Here on Rock School. Talking the lowest attended concerts, in 2016 the London Philharmonic, arguably one of the best known orchestras in the world, was to play at a hall in Munich, Germany. The hall itself held 5,500 people. When the band was seated, then the conductor came out, he walked out, looked around, and he says, I was of the opinion I had walked on to the wrong stage. This had to be some other orchestra that was going to practice in front of people because there were less than 150 people there. Oh. Why? This is what we'll get into a little later on in the show. Mm-hmm. The why of it. Why didn't anyone come? Is it your fault? Does nobody care for you? But. Did the promoter not promote? Did the promoter be dumb and not look at what else was going on in the world? Because in Munich, Germany, it was Oktoberfest. And absolutely no one was going to come and hear this classical music performance. Kanye West in 2013 was supposed to play the Spirit Center in Kansas City, Missouri. 19,000 seats, less than four people showed up. Oh,
1: how empty did that place look?
0: Now you would think to yourself, well, this is Kanye West. He's going to be a jerk. Absolutely not. He's going to play. According to the people that were there, he put on a show as if there were a million people there. Oh, I love it. Once again, that's what you're supposed to do. I get it. It's 4,000 people. But those 4,000 people saved their money, bought the tickets, went out to dinner, had drinks, got dressed up, thought about the concert for weeks in advance. Yeah. I'm going to see Kanye and all that. You don't punish the audience. Dig this. Former bad boy rapper Maze was scheduled to perform a concert alongside Foxy Brown, Fat Joe at London's Ignite O2 venue. It has a huge capacity, but things fell apart during the show, and it was announced that Foxy Brown and Fat Joe were unable to get into the country, so only Mays will show up. Oh, no. 150 people showed up. Oh, no. And you know what he did?
1: He performed. He performed. Oh. You got
0: it. That's what you're supposed to do. Cisco, remember Cisco? Thong thong, thong thong thong. Oh, yeah. Remember him? It was a nice dance. Look at my face, man. Woo! Uh, in the early 2000s, he was supposed to work at an outdoor venue in Uganda. I get it. Touring Africa is a smart thing to do. Let's start doing it. Mm-hmm. But it's Uganda. Do they know the thong song? I don't know.
1: I don't think they wear them, do they?
0: 400 people were supposed to come. 400, and still Cisco was like, yeah, 400 people, let's do it. A tenth showed up, 40 people, and they were all in the VIP section, and a few were in the cheap seats. The low attendance was blamed on inexperienced promoters, no promotion previous to, and guess what Cisco did?
1: He performed. He
0: performed, he did his whole show. Dong donk, 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 donk. Good for him. Here on Rock School. This thing right here. Letting all the ladies know what guys talk about. You know, the finer things in life. <laughs> Check it out. Who that dress so scandalous, and you know another nigga couldn't handle it. So you're shaking that thing like who's the ish with the look in your eyes so devilish. Uh, you like to dance all the hip hop spots, and you cruise to the cruise like connect the dots, not just oh. her. Let me tell you another story about me, because, you know, it's all about me. My senior year at Westminster College, I had been in and out of the concert band. Uh, I couldn't play in the marching band because I was always at the radio station during the football games. Right. But they, they, the band, decided to go on this tour and what I did is I weaseled, there's no two ways about it, I weaseled my way into this thing by stating I will bring along video cameras and I will videotape the shows. About halfway through it, the guy who was the band director said, hey, is there any reason you couldn't sit in on tuba? And I said, well, I don't know the songs. I used to play tuba, believe it or not. Oh, I don't know the songs. He said, well, look, do your best to sight read the whole thing. We need more brass. What about the video? Eh, Don't worry about it. Whoa. And I remember we went to some place because the whole purpose was to go out to New York City, let the kids go loose in New York City and come back. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: We went into a hall Mm -hmm. and nobody showed up. And when I say nobody, I mean nobody, not a human being. And I remember the band director, you could see that part of him was dying, and he said to us, look, if nobody shows up, let's all take our jackets off, because we had we had a uniform. Let's all take our jackets off, and we'll, you know, we'll just practice. Right. No more did he say that than two elderly women showed up.
1: oh, And sat
0: down, and it was so interesting that he turned around and spoke directly to them and he said are you here for the concert I don't know what he expected to come back now we're here to clean the place yeah did you yeah 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 so he turned around and said play it and we did we played the whole concert for those wow ladies. we did love it rapper Nelly went to Iraq in 2015 to perform for Kurdish troops fighting Isis remember we were aligned with yep. the Kurdish troops yes absolutely no one there. Granted, it's clear, you know, this was, uh, but the venue was absolutely empty. Nelly expressed gratitude towards fans who welcomed him into the country and still said he was honored to play there and did his entire show. Good for him.
1: I think you have to.
0: Now here's a bad one. In 2015, Carrie Hilson opens up for Lenny Kravitz in Dallas, Texas. But when it was her turn to play, the stadium was empty. Now, don't get me wrong, she came out and played. However, when asked about it later, she said something to the effect of, I don't care, I got all the zeros. Do you know what that means? I got the money. I got paid. Uh, No 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 Mm. that's basically telling the audience you don't matter to me what mattered to me was the fact that I got paid right now look we're not dumb we expect you're gonna get paid but that's not the reason you perform you perform because I paid for a ticket
1: exactly
0: and came in Lady Gaga 2012 she performed in Peru now this is Lady Gaga there's gotta be a minute she's not big in Peru no 50,000 seat stadium less than 15,000 people showed up and you know what she did
1: she performed you bet she, she did. said y'all
0: come she, down to the front that's right she played the concert good for her that's what you're supposed to do lady gaga here on rock school All right, coming into the first break, uh, Kirk Hammett. You know who Kirk Hammett is? No, who is that? Guitarist for Metallica. He's the guy who does all the quick leads and such. Kirk Hammett said, look, if there aren't a lot of people, say they've played for 10 people or they play for 10,000 people, he said, this is the way you have to look at it. Even if you play for 10 people, it's an event now he said I play for tens of thousands of people each night but let's be honest this is my life this is my job I take it very seriously because it may be my job to me but to the people who are out there it's an event right they paid the money they got dressed up they went out and had dinner they had drinks they showed up they bought our t-shirt you better go out there if it's 10 people or 10,000 people, you better blow the back wall down. Yeah, you better. That's right. I you're had to get a babysitter
1: good. for tonight. <laughs> that right. was a lot of money, mister. That's
0: right. It's going to cost me 100 bucks because Sally, whatever her name was, is going to eat all my popsicles and put the kid to bed at 8 o'clock and then sit doing nothing watching my TV. Passing up my house. Until midnight. Okay, I went into, obviously, websites that said, okay, what do you do? What if it's a low crowd? Number one, don't take it out on the audience. You play. If it's a very small crowd, you begin to interact with them. Invite them, bring them closer, make it intimate. If you can, go with acoustic instruments. It may be that that's what they want. At the end of songs, ask them what they thought. What do you think? Could we have done that better? Do you like that? We cut this off. What do you think about that? Let them talk to you, let them talk back at you. Nice. Be very attentive. To these people they came others did not why ask them why they came it says here meet with them after the event if at all possible and ask them why did you come I got a question why do you think other people didn't come use it as a learning experience and if you don't get paid that night it was a practice what
1: what do you do with the house lights
0: oh I think you have to make it you, you have to make it as if it's a concert
1: you bring them down.
0: Yeah, you do exactly the same. You make thing. it dark. Yes, you do exactly. Even when the same you only thing. have
1: a, a small amount of people there. Yeah,
0: music doesn't work with everything turned on. I, I, oh, you I,
1: play better in the dark.
0: and It's not that I've been to so many venues. Uh, the idea of bars and such, when the lights are down, the place looks fantastic. But when you turn up the lights, you can Doesn't see look so good, huh? It's a dirty floor Ew. and there's things on the wall that are moving. I don't know about that. Who's listening to us?
1: WWBZ Hyden, Kentucky.
0: Perfect. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break, let me give you some where eh, you probably shouldn't have done this. March 24th, 2013, Jamaican DJ Tommy Lee Sparta brought his, quote, gothic dance hall to Pointe-Pierre Trinidad. The DJ was headlining the show for the night. Nine people showed up. Dance. That's what I would have done. Play. Talk to the audience. What do you want me to do? Take it as a Take it as a, a practice. See what happens. Let's try some new... Do you mind if we try some new stuff? I want to try some new stuff with the light. And you know what? Do it. Nope. Gave them all their money back and they went home. (gasps) I know. I I agree. 2015, Ashante was to play a July 4th concert. The day before, she inadvertently tweeted that the show was canceled, but it wasn't. It was the following show that was canceled because of the fact they couldn't get to the venue. But she inadvertently said that this show was canceled. Now, this is a tough one. Uh, what do you do? Do you retweet and such? People will immediately make other plans. Well,
1: yeah, you, you put it out. Yeah, you retweet.
0: No, she didn't. What she did was allow the concert to be dropped, uh, and they just canceled it.
1: Oh, that's unfair.
0: I don't have whether she came back and did another concert or not. Rapper 50 Cent and Ja Rule were feuding with one another until 2001. This is brilliant. Towards the end of 2018, Ja Rule had a concert coming up. So what 50 Cent did was bought 200 seats covering the first and second row. Oh. And then kept them. So they were empty. So when Ja Rule came out to play, there was nobody. Oh my God! In the front seats. Okay, look, that's cute. That's cute. Uh, all right, Blink One Eighty Two in 2019. Blink One Eighty Two asked Lil Wayne to go on tour with the band, mm-hmm. and he happily agreed. Why not? Yeah, it's a punk band. Here's a rap artist. This will be a great show. Right. The crowd numbers were so small that Lil Wayne told the crowd multiple times from the stage. I don't think I can go on with this. I'm used to playing to bigger crowds. What? Yeah, basically.
1: He was. N- that- you
0: guys stink.
1: Oh my god. Yeah, that's
0: wrong. Absolutely wrong. Uh, here's Blink 182 on Rock School. All right, coming into the bottom of the hour, my name's Joe Burns. You are Tammy Burns. I ran into a blog where somebody simply asked, what was the lowest attended concert you ever went to? One guy said Rat was attempting to make their comeback, and they played a bar there in the UK where he lives, and he said only about 100 people showed. Guess what they did? They played. They played themselves. They did the show front to back. He said they absolutely killed it. You gotta realize, I get it, it's a hundred people. But those hundred people showed up to see you make them happy. Let's do seven days and seventy seconds. These are the rock and roll dates. September 6th, all the way through September 12th. You got Monday, Tammy. Go.
1: September 6th, 1988. Welcome the new kids on the block. The first album and the single are released. Hangin' Tough.
0: Hangin' Tough. September 7th, 1996, Tupac Shakur is shot in Las Vegas. He will die six days later, or does he? September 8th, 1954,
1: DJ Alan Freed moves from Cleveland, Ohio to Winds radio in New York City. He names his time the rock and roll show and the association between the music form and the term begins
0: which is why a lot of people don't think that the term rock and roll came out of cleveland ohio number one it was already inside of jazz music it meant sex rock my man rocks me with one steady roll and it wasn't until he got to new york that he actually named the show the rock and roll show. So fight, 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 fight. Uh, September 9th, 1974, Wings begin their tour that will result in the live album Wings Over America. September,
1: no- September 10th, 1999, Winslow, Arizona opens Standing on the Corner Park. Thanks to the Eagles song, Take It Easy. We've
0: been to Standing on the Corner Yeah, we part. did. Yeah, we I did. I stood there. I brought my guitar. We were going to sing it. Except the the token shop across the way that was selling Eagles everything wouldn't stop playing their music. We even asked them, and they said no. Yeah. <laughs> September eleventh, two 2001, the towers fall in New York City, and by the end of the day, Clear Channel Radio had a list of songs their radio stations were advised to not to play. And September 12, 1996, Jack Gillis marries Meg White and takes her last name. That's the White Stripes. No, they're not brother and sister, as was suggested in the press, but they were husband and wife. The Men of Fountains of Wayne were headlining an act for Georgetown University at a concert in 2006. Now, the school didn't promote it. The promotion was done by the student-run Georgetown Programming Board. I get it. It's, it's a college, you hand it over to students, but you kind of have to have somebody tell the students what to do. Right. They were doing it by telling their friends, they were doing it by no. hanging up, you know, pieces of paper on no. boards No, there's a lot more to it. When all was said and done, 370 tickets were sold to a place that would have hold just, uh, held just under 4,000 oh. people. Fountains of Wayne, what do you think they did? they played. They did the whole show why? Because 370 people paid the money. through you I'd never make it through you No I'd never make it through, you no, I'd never make it through you Coming out of the fountains of Wayne. Look, the Georgetown University thing is something you run into with uh, students at university. Mm-hmm. You want the students to be in charge. Right. I've I've kind of walked away from giving tests uh, only because the tests are okay congratulations you memorized some facts I'd rather have papers I'd rather have projects I'd rather have something that's alive something that you can then show to a future employer but when you put a kid in charge it's still a kid I'm not saying that it's a dumb idea to put kids in charge oh I agree they should be but you should have a pro standing back going now wait a minute let's think about that is is that a good idea to which you say well why don't you just let the kids fail and they'll learn from their failure i get it that makes sense one of the one of the best things that ever happened to me was getting fired i was an idiot i was a jerk i was a bad person and when the guy pete stood up and just said you're gone get lost It changed my world, didn't it?
1: Well, it did, but it changed mine, too.
0: Uh, Of course. Yeah, there's ramifications all the way out. Because
1: that wasn't in college. That was in the real world. That
0: was in the real world. Yeah, what happened at Georgetown, these students, that would have gotten every one of them fired in the real world. Yep. And I hope whoever the teacher was, you, you don't get mad. What you do is say, let's talk about what would have happened Had you been in charge of this at the concert venue downtown, what would have happened to you? Mm -hmm. You'd have been fired. Okay, let's look back at it. What can we do? I like putting kids in charge, but I don't like just simply walking away. You've got to have someone who's there just to hang on until, yes, you've done it right.
1: Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Okay,
0: Uh, we got time before the second break to play one more. Madonna toured Brazil in 2011. She couldn't sell tickets. It just, I don't know what it is. Madonna wasn't big in Brazil. The week before the concert, they were selling tickets two and three and four for one and were allowing people to do installment payments. Radio stations were given huge blocks of tickets and they couldn't give them away. Wow. So Madonna did the concerts and she played them, which is what you should do. Here's Madonna on Rock School. Coming into the second break, again, I went to some websites that were talking about what happens. I'm playing a concert and nobody showed up. I get the idea of the performance, but what then happens afterward? Attempt to find out whose fault is it? Is it your fault? Were you supposed to promote the concert? Was it a promoter's fault? Were they supposed to promote the concert? If you're playing a dinner theater, did the dinner theater require you to bring in the people? Should they? Or did they not promote you one bit? Shouldn't
1: Why? Wait, shouldn't you ask ask that up front?
0: I think so. Why didn't people come? Ask them. Did you read it on social media? Would you Would you have come if you had known about it? Was the promotion of the concert correct? Are people not hearing you messy because you're not talking to them the way they want to be talked to? It used to be during the hair metal days, people, like if you watch again Behind the Music with Motley Crue, their whole world was a handheld stapler and these printed things that we're playing the Roxy tonight we're playing the whatever tonight right, you right. Know, we're at the Whiskey tonight and they went around and what's his name the the drummer Tommy Lee said everything that could hold it gush 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 four staples in each corner yep. and we made a point of putting it over top will that work today Oh, absolutely not. Did you not do it right? Did you not reach your audience? Why are you not reaching your audience? Uh, Is the event even something people want to go to? The people who are going out today are not so much interested in a bar, but they are interested in a festival. The idea of bringing people out to a bar, to a lot of millennials, this is what the the, the site said, to a lot of millennials, it's not the greatest thing in the world. And when they go to a bar, they're not going to hear a band. They want to be with their friends whereas if you play as part of a festival and here in louisiana there's a festival literally they'll festivize anything here's it's the it's the oyster festival this is the italian festival this is the we happen to have sidewalks festival who cares bring in some bands and cook some food did you go to the right place for your audience is there an external factor that affected your audience? Was, I mean, did, did 9-11 occur? I know that's a horrible idea, but let's say something terrible happens. The Olympics are on right now. Will people leave? Let's say you're dealing with an audience my age.
1: Mm-hmm. Will
0: people not come because they're at home watching the Olympics? True. Does that make sense? Yeah. You're going to play a gig the night that the Super Bowl plays. I don't remember who it was, but he told me a great story, and I've, I've got his face in my head and I can't think of his name it was the Alabama LSU game and when he played they put the game on the TVs behind him yeah and he just agreed he was an annoyance
1: oh to the people
0: and he went to the the guy who owned the bar and said are are you serious oh do you really want me to do this and the guy said yeah I paid you get your butt up there and play that was bad that was bad And the final thing, cost. Did you price yourself out of it? Or did the venue price you out of people coming to see you? Don't know. Who's listening to us here on The Rock School Show?
1: WHFC, Harford Community Radio.
0: Excellent. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Let's go back to that blog as we come out of the break, where people were listing for each other the lowest show they had ever gone to, the lowest attended show, Joan Jett at the height of her fame with Ingve Mounstein opening for her at Ulster Hall, Belfast. Maybe a hundred people. Mm. Maybe a hundred mm, people. Mm, mm. He, he said that Ingve Mounstein may have had more guitars on stage <laughs> than audience members. But guess what? You play. They did. They played the whole thing. Saxon played a show in St. Louis, one guy said, in 2001. It would be pushing it to say there were 100 people, however, the band performed like it was 10,000 and put on one of the best shows I've ever seen by any band. I can understand that completely because it's intimate. Yes. And it was if, you know, in in a stadium, they don't know who you are. Right. But if it's you and 99 other people, it seems intimate. But it does. That band is playing for you. Yep. And it wouldn't kill me, it wouldn't, uh, what is that, surprise me if the Saxon people didn't look directly at him? Right. You're here. So, hmm? Mr. Big uh, played with Hardline at San Jose, California. 800 fans in a 5,200 person capacity venue. They played. Lizzie Borden at JB's Wall Sack back in 1991. 15 people were there
1: no the
0: band put on this is what the guy said the band put on an awesome show nonetheless so much so that i actually went to see them the next night at edwards number eight in the town next to what there were 15 people at that show what
1: happened
0: i don't know that's where you start to go Zebra. Zebra's a rock band from right here in Louisiana and was one of the few rock bands from Louisiana to make national. I knew about them when I was growing up in Cleveland. Early to mid 90s, small club, New Haven, Connecticut, holds 300 people. Maybe 15 people were there. They played they did the whole show they talked to us and this gentleman who put this up on this blog said i was completely satisfied and i could not stop talking to people about how wonderful zebra was because that's what you want that's right word of mouth works it's zebra here on rock school coming into the last break a few more stories about poorly attended concerts again if you're a musician you've done this there's no way if you've played a, a sl- if i've done it you've done it Uh, I've probably, how many have I played in my lifetime? 60 concerts? Probably. And and I've had it, the bad concert. I remember when I was in a band one time, the drummer said to me, well, you've never had a bad concert. And he was completely right. I had never had a concert that just went south. I did later, (laughs) but to that point, I had never had one. He was completely right. It's a question of how you handle it. What do you do? And I think the best way to to say it is that what uh, Huey Lewis said in that Behind the Music. You don't punish the audience. Right. They paid the money. Play. About nine years ago, this is from that blog, I saw Loverboy, Survivor, Jefferson Starship, Rick Springfield, any money at the Meadowlands Arena New Jersey. 20,000 people were supposed to be there. Maybe 3,000 showed up. What? Great show. Everybody played. I got so far into Rick Springfield and Eddie Money. There you go. You won him over. Yeah. You had a shot. You could have gone, screw you. There's not enough people here. I'm going to go drink Cristal. No. No. At the end of the day, you probably sold records to this guy. Good for you. Dawkins. About 75 people showed up, and according to this guy, they, quote, played their bollocks off. (laughs) Do I have to bleep the word bollocks? I don't think so. I don't think so either. By the way, a bollocks is actually, if you take a bull and lie it on its back, the things that make it a bull, bollocks. I'm Joe Burns. You are? Tammy Burns. And that's it. Uh, Glasses dismissed.